What is up, my cubbies? It's your girl, Chris Linehart, and welcome back to the Hookup Culture. So it's my first ever interview, and I'm so excited to introduce Seba. He's here. He is one of my best friend's little brothers, which makes him my little brother, but also super, super amazing to talk to. And you were obvious, my obvious choice in who I was going to talk to about this for multiple reasons. So introduce yourself. Thank you for having me, first of all. Of course. Um, I'm Seba. I'm 22, and I am mainly interested in a lot of media stuff i'm your editor mm-hmm. uh, you are he is he's great i work as a camera operator sometimes and i do my own stuff too you're awesome but okay yeah. yeah you're very cool <laughs> i'm actually <laughs> super excited okay so talk to me a little bit what are your thoughts on dating apps have they worked for you what are you thinking how is it they're tough i'll, I'll say this because my peak of using it was I'll say like year ago, two years ago. Okay, I, I so like 2020. For, yeah, I, I actually paid Fair. for it. I'll expose myself for that. <laughs> you I, paid for it? I, you were that guy? <laughs> I, I paid one time for it. It was like a month. And it's tough. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't encounter everything you're looking for. For sure. You get a lot of, you know, models mm-hmm. trying to just advertise themselves their their instagrams yeah. twitters only fans yeah or yeah. unicorns like the thirds like hey do you want to be my third not that there's anything wrong with that but people do you have you ever gotten that or do you guys deal with that or is it more girls it, it it's a large portion of the population <laughs> yeah. on there yeah you know for sure and that's okay i mean to each their own but it's just funny because anyways go ahead <laughs> the- but yeah th- there's like you said, unicorns, there's girls that want to get for real relationships and there's girls mm-hmm. that just want to be part of the hookup culture. Right. Cool. Cool term. <laughs> yeah, I know. I brought it in from last time I messed up. Oh, <laughs> it's back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so speaking of hookup culture, so this is a good opportunity for me to tell you and obviously my viewers um, what all about. I'm obviously all about hookup culture. That's the name of my podcast. And I chose it for actually this was one of the biggest reasons is this is why this is the first episode is because I started noticing that a lot of people were complaining on the dating apps that everybody just is in this hookup culture. And I, I couldn't help but think to myself, just me being a little bit more progressive than most is what's wrong with that? I feel like everybody has their own rendition. Some people don't have the time to, to go out and meet other people. Some people have social anxiety. Other people have different reasons on why they get the app, but it's the same thing in the app world. This is the part where I want, like, this is the trippiest part. It's the same thing in the app world as it is in the real world. It's just right in front of you. And anyone can be anybody through, you know, social media or through dating apps. And that's where it's kind of scary, but it's also really cool because then you don't have to date within your group and you can, you can start fresh, like going to college or high school, you know? So there's the positive aspects of the dating apps that I'm totally for. It's how do I put it? The positives to it, like you said, you, you are going to meet a whole lot of people that you would have never met before. Right. But you're really just dealing with text messages at that point. Like you can text anything you want. Right. It's not as authentic. It's nowhere near as authentic. Like, yeah, I agree. You can bullshit 10 million times easier because there's bad liars, you know, there's people (laughs) that smile while they're lying. They can't bullshit in person, but it's really easy through text. For sure. Um, the whole authenticity factor is really tough. Yeah. It's a good point. Actually. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. So do you think that for you individually, do you think that 
Um, it's more authentic when someone is introduced to you or it's a friend of a friend or it's a friend. Like, do you feel like that's a little bit more in your comfort zone or not so much? I really don't like being introduced. Like, I don't like being put on the spot. Yeah, I, I know really you don't. Like he doesn't. He's shy. He's I, shy, ladies. He's I, shy. <laughs> I, I like when shit happens like naturally. So like at right. parties, like drinking games right. and shit like that. Like, and you just meet them and you vibe and you're you not. There's up, no pressure. You, yeah, you just end up standing next to someone. You just start talking. Like, right. Like it, there's no pressure. Right. It, it makes it. It makes it a lot easier. But sure. um, because then you could just start talking shit. You're actually doing something physical. Like you're you're both involved in like the same game, same thing, exactly. same conversation. Like exactly. It, it's something real. It's not just letters mm-hmm. on a screen. Yeah, for sure. No, and I, I I definitely agree with that. And that's one thing. I, I think one really cool feature they should add on there, and I'm not gonna get off this. Like I'm so stuck on it. Is in the bio if they could just put independent or codependent what are your thoughts on that like how do you feel about codependency and independency like do you think a codependent person can successfully successfully be with an independent person do i think so yes but like at that point it would be kind of on the independent person right like uh, as the codependent person like you're probably going to be annoying the independent person but if the independent person is kind of (laughs) chill within themselves if they if they know themselves like oh like i know they'll be fine i know cool. i'll be fine yeah like, everything's gonna be cool like, mm-hmm. if they can handle it then it's good yeah that is good that's a really good point and but that- like it, I, should it be in the bios maybe maybe not but you could kind of tell you could kind of tell i think the biggest thing that i look for personally is when i'm talking to someone is like if they have balance i think you would agree with that if they have balance like do they balance their social life their family life their work life and you could start to kind of tell if somebody um just wants to be with you all the time or they want to actually live their life and spend their time with their everybody not just you yeah you kind of let me like talk about this for like 20 minutes earlier and I then did. just shut me up with one word balance <laughs> but um, I, I agree like if if you're spending all your time all your free time that you could be doing stuff just going out with your friends all the time like right your thursday friday saturday like i agree all your free time mm-hmm. going to bars going to clubs mm-hmm. like i could tell that you're focused on hot girl life you know right but what's that like just I, <laughs> I don't know but it's i'm just kidding coming up and she's about to get back right it's almost 16 all over again no but if, if no. for example like yourself you know I, I i know you you come back from work mm-hmm. and then you come back and you're like oh i'm, I'm gonna work on my podcast now. right and i know you got shit to do i know mm-hmm. you got goals and you're working towards something like for sure it, it, it shows you're a lot more independent you don't have to be part of the social life 24 7 exactly you know you don't have to be at the club you're not missing out on anything not at all or nada like yeah you're not missing out right on anything. yeah that fomo left no, me a long exactly. time ago no FOMO. yeah none <laughs> fomo is a big part of it honestly it Huge. really is 100 percent. it's 100%. like 99 percent of codependency in my opinion is fomo i agree with you even even correlating that with the dating apps thing like just all the pressure that you know the generations before us and yeah, you could even turn into FOMO into dating apps like codependent people like they spam you because they're, they're they're fearing you're about to disappear on them you know yeah it's it's it i've seen it all 
I've seen, I've seen it too. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen um, people just get super attached within five minutes of conversation. And then it's kind of like, you can't help but think that there's nothing wrong with them. It's just not going to work for you. And mm -hmm. I think that's the kindest way of expressing everything that I actually want to say. <laughs> but um, there's nothing wrong. It's just not for you. That's not your cup of tea. But like with dating apps, I feel like a lot of times um, what is so disheartening about it is families put so much pressure on people to what are you single why are you single are you single or why are you single tell me about it <laughs> you know and i know and it's it's tough and it's like how do i even with me and my podcast and my youtube people like when i'm not dating anyone they're like oh are you seriously single it's like hold on what who has put this in your head that you have to be on dating apps or you have to be dating in order for you to be happy and that's one thing that i absolutely cannot stand about the whole that the when people are getting these apps and all these things for those reasons obviously i'm no one to say right from wrong but i know enough to know that that's just that's really sad like you shouldn't feel fomo like you mentioned um to to have somebody or well there's nothing wrong with you wanting somebody but if yeah, it's because people are putting that pressure on you or you're feeling that type of fomo or whatever that's when it starts getting a little bit ugly and it's kind of sad to watch for sure yeah no fomo here no fomo here okay um and then speaking of generational stuff what do you feel about like um just the different opinions generation to generation about love I feel like the older generation is much more committed, you know, <laughs> like even from a young age, like you talk about my mom and dad, like they, they were committed from the young 20s, you know? Yeah. My mom had my sister when she was in her early 20s. Mm -hmm. Like being, having a kid in your early 20s now is a whole different ball game. Like For sure. Growing up in your 20s nowadays is 10 times harder. Oh, yeah. But... They'd probably fight us for saying that, but yeah. <laughs> Actually, my mom agrees with me. I, I've had this conversation. Oh, really? With her. She, That's she, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty dope. But because uh, she came to America when she was eighteen, I believe. Okay. And she grew up in her early twenties, and she mm -hmm. she said like it, it definitely is harder for for someone my age, for Steph's age, to grow up in this today's generation than back then. Yeah. Why do you think that is? When it comes to love. When it comes to, I wasn't talking about necessarily love in that oh, sense, okay. but just, just growing up, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. It's def definitely a lot more pressure on us Correct. with social media and all the other influences that it, we have going on. Exactly. And like, but getting back to like the relationship side of it, like my mom had a kid and was married in her early twenties. Mm -hmm. That's not something I see myself doing in the next three years and I'll be sure. 25 in three years. Yeah. You better not. Exactly. <laughs> So it, it, it's a really different it's a really different outlook, but I feel like this generation is has like removed the guidelines. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's it's a lot more free flowing of a relationship. It's not like, oh, hello, I'm gonna ask you out to dinner. I'm gonna pick you up from your house, Courting. shake your dad's hand, yeah, hand you flowers, mm -hmm. walk walk away to the car, have you home by ten thirty. It's, yeah. it's not that. Yeah, no, it's not. It, it, it's a lot more like let's get the fuck out of the house tonight and see where it goes. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And you know, this is, uh, so obviously this jumps into why I even named my podcast hookup culture. And it's because I kind of wanted to show all generations, not just younger or older, that all generations, that every aspect of love is valid. 
I think if you are old school and you're old natured and you want to keep things that way and you feel like you can't find others that do and you keep blaming this generation and how everything's screwed up, I think you're sorely, 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 sorely mistaken because I've met so many guys that do want to court a girl. They do want to take them out. They do want to eventually have kids and get married. And then I met a bunch of guys and girls that that are completely non-traditional and they want to do things their way. It's the only thing that's different in the hookup culture is there's no more judgment. And that's one thing that I could say that I give a lot of credit to it because, okay, this moth just really wants to be on camera with everyone. I don't blame them, but... It's been, it's been bouncing off my leg for like the past five Are you minutes. getting assaulted by a moth? I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, he's pregnant. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think that everything goes. I'm a little bit more pr progressive, but I also respect tradition. And I also respect people and their perspectives. And I think the hookup culture is more than just people that want to hook up. And it's funny because when people ask me, you know, like, hey, what's your podcast name? and i'm like hookup culture immediately like initially they're like oh she's gonna be talking about hooking up she's gonna be interviewing people talking to i'm doing quite literally the opposite i just want to get people back to love it, it's funny that you mentioned like um i forgot what you said but okay <laughs> that's awesome no, no let me rephrase it. let me rephrase it okay <laughs> it, it's i like how you said uh that broad big picture you said that it was like everything is more accepted yeah is that what you said? Not, there's no no, no, judgment. no judgment no judgment that's what it is okay so i had actually seen this podcast of i forgot what it was it was a hindu lady mm -hmm. and she she was talking about like hookup culture and whatnot but she mentioned like people frown upon all these different types of dating including specifically um arranged marriages okay and she was like you do realize like some people actually like arranged marriages and it's worked out very well for them. There you go. And she, she brought, she was like, my sister was, had her, her marriage arranged when she was before she was even like 18 or 20. Mm -hmm. And she married a rich man is a multimillionaire, has a private jet and is living the best life of her dreams. Okay. Like, shit I think, like that, you, you know, know, for sure. And I know that you're jumping off of what I said about the judgment, but I think the reason why nowadays those type of situations are a little bit more judged, even though they shouldn't be, is because there's a lot of pressure on people before they're even born. Like even her saying like, okay, it was arranged. Like, well, who's to say that this person's a heterosexual in the first place? People just were an autopilot thinking that men and women, that's it. There's nothing else to be talked about. Yeah, doctor, lawyer, money, my daughter, let's go. And this goes back to before, like, oh my gosh, this goes back to like the Roman times. Like it goes back to like England when like the kings and they would come in and take your daughter and just sell her. Or like even with, uh, I love this show so much, but Bridgenton, like how they explained how dating was back then. And the reason why season two did so good is because it was the first time that you could see what struggles people went through in those type of situation. That was an arranged marriage situation. Now, they, the daughter, everybody was trying to live their duty, but that true love and that connection was felt outside of their arrangement. And that's the part where people get defensive and go, well, give this person a choice. 
but yeah. Yeah. but 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 I def- if you're given that choice, some people will still take it. Exactly, they won't change their lives. And exactly, how it absolutely, yeah. and and I agree with that. And that's going back to exactly what we were talking about. The no non exactly, and it's like if it works for you, it works for you. If dating apps works for you, it works for you. If hookup culture, like, stop looking at hookup culture like oh they're hooking up and that's the culture. No, hookup culture just means non judgment, and people are not settling anymore. And you guys are pissed off about that. Yeah. And that's y'all could be fucking homies good old friends and still hook up anything goes anything goes and i'm okay with that because we could all coexist with traditional people and anything goes just yeah. let people live you know stop trying to put so much structure yeah, if it's on not things your thing, shut up and move on right yeah. and especially with love like love is something like you could look at someone and fall completely in love with them or you could look at someone and never want to see their face again. Like who's to say like you didn't walk by somebody and you weren't initially attracted to them. And that's the one thing I love about this stuff, you know, like even on dating apps, the one thing I don't like is you're going based off of your initial attraction to someone in that five seconds that you have to swipe left or right. It's very rare that you meet people that actually go through the bio, look at what they're doing, go with it. No, you're looking at, nope, 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 yes, no, yes, you know, and that's cool because you're getting your physical and you're doing your sex step forward, which is one of my podcasts, by the way. Um, you're, you're putting your sex step forward, but you're not really taking the time. And that's where that negative feedback is for the dating apps. It's like, like, okay, well, now I'm going back to like being really on the surface and seeing if this is something that I like. Like I could wear a cowboy hat. You're going to think I'm a rancher, but then you're going to find out I live where I live mm-hmm. and that's not the case, right? Yeah. So that's the hard part about these these apps. And, and I really do think that there could be a lot of success on the app, outside of the app, um, in the hookup culture, outside of the hookup culture. And uh yeah, non-judgment. It's not to say that you won't find success on dating apps. It's to say that the percentages are not as high as you think. Right. And, and you know, it's it's the, the saddest part about this, and this is why I love what I do, because I feel like I come from such an authentic place, is because people are so desperately looking for love nowadays um, without looking in themselves and realizing that love starts from you and backing yourself, like you mentioned in the last one that we cut, <laughs> backing yourself and just having your own back and having that confidence and just knowing that no matter what situation I'm in, I'm going to come out of it. Right. Not everybody has that, that knowledge of that. Um, and I'm totally blanking out. Where was I going with this? (laughs) Where, what? (laughs) Cut, cut. (laughs) No, but, but, but no, seriously, like just having that confidence that, you know, anything goes, It, it really does help. Like, being able to understand your own self to a point where you can sense bullshit from right. a mile away right. is definitely a tool. Okay, so this is this is gonna be my favorite part. This is the part where you're gonna edit it and you're gonna be like, oh, this is this is your part, okay? So I see this as talking to a waiter. How can you tell the waiter what you want if you don't know yourself enough? How can you tell the waiter, hey, this is the type of person I want. I want them to have this, do this, do this, do this, have this quality and that quality, and then tell them to go out and get you that person, bring them back. But it's like, okay, but you don't know anything about yourself. How did you know what qualities you want if you don't love yourself? How? That's why I don't like knowing anything about people before. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say anything, but like, I don't want to know too much. Right. You know, because then you kind of get to thinking. Right. But my point being is, is how could you even know what you want if you don't 
the no. How, how, how could you ask for something in the dating life and not even know what you want yourself or love yourself enough to know what you like? Like, how do you, how can you say, okay, I want this, this, and this. And I talked to some of these people and they've never even been in a relationship before. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. So you just figured this out by what? Watching movies? Like, I'm sorry, but it's a very different experience when you say, I want someone to text me all the time and then someone actually starts texting you all the time and you actually don't like it. It's going to be exactly. very... That, that's that's, a, that's you, an issue. You got to date. You got to put yourself out there. You got to know yourself in order for you to find love. And in this generation, I think you could find love anywhere. But the only time you're going to actually feel it is when you have that relationship with yourself and you've taken the time to date and you've taken the time to get to know yourself enough to know... I don't like this, you know, it, trial it, and error. This generation kind of takes the whole, there's plenty of fish in the sea metaphor to like a whole nother level. Like, yeah, they, they, tr they, we, us, us whoever, <laughs> us, like, especially with the access of dating apps, like mm -hmm. you could talk to someone for a day and throw them away. You could be a dickhead for a day and throw them away and, and yeah, they'll forget about it. But like, you can just burn through people like that. Like that, right. that, that's the part about the generation that sucks. But to actually stick around and start growing something like that's starting to become more rare. You know, people for sure. are more, more, more fond of, I'm going to talk to you for a day. I'm going to flirt with you for a night because I'm bored. You know, most of the time these people don't even want to meet up. Yeah. You know, they, they just want to flirt and entertain themselves at one in the morning. Right. Yeah. And you are going to come across a lot of those people, you know, and then you're going to come across the ones that don't want that. And the way that I make myself feel better about it is I literally cannot be the only one thinking this way. And you start to think you are, but you're not. And that's where I get back to backing myself up. Like, exactly. If I could, I, I could sense the bullshit from a mile away because I've got all my things in check. Like I got my work done. I got my school done. I got this done. So I got free time. Exactly. I got all my stuff in order. I'm going to be free from this day to this day. Like, I know how my schedule is going to look. Mm -hmm. So if if I meet someone and their kind of schedule fits mine, their 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 day to day fits mine, like, oh, you're going to be kind of free on Thursday, too. Like, we could actually do something on Thursday. Right. Like, I'm not going to bum rush into someone that's like, oh, no, I have to do this today. I have to do that today. And yeah. Like, you can tell. No, totally. I, I totally agree with that. Um, I, I think that that's all good. I loved everything that you provided today. I think it's been it's been real. Um, and I can't wait to continue to edit with you and do these things with you. And I know that the lucky lady that will end up with you will be very, very, very happy. <laughs> Man, this is easy. He's shy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like being put on the spot. No, he doesn't. He hates it, but it's, it's the truth. Um, but thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate do appreciate you, you. No, I appreciate you. Thank you for being my first interview. My first start to something huge, <laughs> huge. <laughs> the start to something to start to something. All right, Saba, thank you so much.